live from a conversation already in progress. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. So we, before we sort of jump into what's going to be your favorite topic, which is CPL. Oh, I'm um, happy to talk about it. I know you are. Yeah. <laughs> but we want to talk really quickly about um, MLS, given your experience over the past decade. Yeah. So very quick question. Where would you rank MLS against other leagues around the globe? You know, I think um, we're a top 10 league in the world, in my opinion. If you look at um, the players that come into this league, the first thing they always say is, wow, it's a lot better than I thought. I mean, almost to a T, players come in this league, and that's what they say. I think you have you know, the English Premier League, which is the best league in the world. Um, you know, and, and I say that from a depth standpoint. There are 20 teams, though, top to bottom are the best. You know, When you look at the other leagues, their top three or four teams are as good as anyone else in the world, but they don't have the depth. The English Premier League is brutal. And so I think that's the best league in the world. You know, La Liga, the Bundesliga, both very good leagues. Um, you have Serie A, Serie A. Um, I always get that. It's okay. Stuff. We don't so, mind. So, the, ugly, the ugly yeah, American yeah. in me. Same space. Um, <laughs> but it's this. The Brooklyn Italians yeah. would not <laughs> be happy <laughs> with me saying that. Trust me. Um, and then after that, you you look around the world, and there's you know the Portuguese league, and there's you know uh, Liga MX. Um, you have the Belgium league, and there's different leagues, the Russian league, that you look at it and you say, you know, the LA Galaxy and some of those great teams they had, they could compete, you know, with teams in those those leagues, and and in a one-off too, like. In a one-off game, an MLS team can compete, you know, with teams around the world. But if you played, if LA Galaxy played Man U ten times, they'd lose nine times, maybe tie one, right? Uh, you, you get a one-off game. But I think the other leagues outside of the Big Four were competitive, is where I'd say we are. Maybe not as strong. We're clearly not as strong as Liga MX right now because we continue to lose in CONCACAF, but we're catching up. And I think we're catching up with some of those, what I would call, I think we're there, frankly, with the with the second tier of, 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 of leagues in Europe. I, I think we're there. And, and I think the more and more players that have come into this league that, that have said this is a very good, tough league, and what makes it tougher is the travel. That, that makes it more than all the European players. You talk to Ben Chiru, he'll tell you, oh, and I left out France. For, the, the league in France is better than MLS. But um, Ben Chiru will, will say he never realized the toll that travel takes on players uh, here in MLS. And that's hmm. difficult. Sorry. Fair enough. You, you guys call him Ben? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Ben. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We call okay. him Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, sure. Mark, yeah, we know you call yeah. him Ben. But. Yeah. Yeah. Met him in an airport once. Yeah. yeah. He, talk about a class friends. act. Class act. Oh, he's great. We love ben him. Ben mm-hmm. He's he's Keep he's him awesome. around yeah, yeah. as much as you can. And then you you guys would be a fan of our uh, our academy director, Laurent. He's he's excellent too. All right. Gaio. It's spelled G U Y O T, but it's uh, Gaio is how you pronounce it. He's very, very good. Hmm. Yeah. G- okay. Yeah, he's very good. 
Fair enough. Um, MLS, is the league over-expanding? How big can it get, really, team-wise? So I would love to see it continue to expand, to tell you the truth. Um, I think the difference between our league and, and other professional leagues is we have a worldwide market. And so you can, like Atlanta, go out and get players from around the world that you can rely on to carry your team as opposed to just an expansion draft where you're getting mm-hmm. other teams' leftovers, right? And so um, I, I, I'm i really excited for expansion because I think it brings new players into the league. I think it brings new money into the league. And and frankly, you got to be better. Um, I think I think – there's new owners coming to this league that are aggressive. I think LAFC is going to be very aggressive. I think the Galaxy are going to have, you know, a new team in their backyard that's going to be really strong. Um, and so I, I, I think it's good. I think we can continue to expand and, and increase our footprint. And because it is a worldwide market, I think you can tap into that to bring in players. So I'm, I'm, I'm for it. Okay. If expansion continues at this rate... Um, could you see there being, say, a split between, say, an Eastern League or West, and a Western League, or conversely, which I know is might be a oh, we have bad it. word. We have it now. Pro rel between them. I think I think there'll there'll be an East and Western conference. I mean, you know, but I mean more separate, like in the sense of the Eastern League will play the champion of the Western League, but you never see them throughout the season. I'd say it would probably be like Major League Baseball, yeah, where or, you'd have you know some one-off interleague play. Yeah. But but yes, I could see there being an Eastern Conference, Western Conference when we're big enough, um, 28, 32 teams. Um, I promotion relegation won't happen anytime soon. I do foresee, though, I mean, this could be 40 years down the road, where they will. I, I, I actually have no doubt down the road they will. The reason they won't now, it's all because of the expansion fees. So you can't, you got to remember, we're still a young league relatively compared to the leagues in Europe. And so you have owners that spend, you know, now $150 million to buy into this league. There's no way they're getting relegated, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're buying into major league soccer. What I foresee happening is once we reach our maximum, whether it's 28 teams or if they eventually go to 32 teams, um, that's when it'll stop. And then you'll kind of have this period of time where those owners' investments um, have become sunk money and they're no longer worried about getting that investment back. And so maybe it's 10 years after we reach our maximum. That's when I think the promotion relegation becomes reality because the only way to expand is you have MLS 1 and then you have MLS 2. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think you'll see it down the road. But it's probably, I mean, we're talking 20 years from now. You know, and so I probably won't be working then, but uh, um, I do think eventually in time, but that's the reason it doesn't happen now mm-hmm. is because there's too much money invested and we want to grow. So you can't sell someone to spend that kind of money and say, yeah, your team will be out of MLS in a year. You know, Do you really think 32 is where... Like, I think like, that's like, the I, Like every, every year I, yeah. I, I just sort of... I understand kind of what you're saying about, you know, there's players available worldwide. Yep. We can bring players in, but like just, you know, the more teams we have and then suddenly there's going to be like 22 teams in the playoffs and the playoffs are going to last like two yeah. and a half months. <laughs> you know, like that's, that's, yeah. that's, I literally have February tradition. I have, MLS Cup. I have North American yeah. sports, yeah. you know, nightmares about this. Yeah. You know, like I, I, again, I'm, you know, basketball girl. I remember yeah. watching, you know, five game series. 
three games. You know, yeah, yeah, this was yeah. before I every. Those yeah, I know yeah, before I everything do. had yep. to go to seven games, yep. and the playoffs took like twenty years to play. And you're, you're playing, you play hockey in June. Well, th- well, there's <laughs> like, no way really they can play past December tenth. I mean, right? I mean, there's it's and and so I, I think. I think the reason why I do think it'll eventually expand to 32 is because I think because we're such a large country, you can spit, split the two, the two teams to 16 and 16, and that's an even number. Two, you're, I'm sorry, it is two countries. No, it is, and that, that's that's a bad mistake because I'm representing <laughs> Toronto FC. Oh, but I, didn't, it's, I didn't realize. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a league, there's a country to the south of us that are in this. I don't know if you're... And so it, it, it's it's really, I mean, you have the United States and you have Canada, which with our three teams, I mean, it's it's a lot of travel. And, and you know, the tough part is I don't know if we'll get another Canadian team. I don't oh, know won't. if we would. Um, I, I think they will think come from, from, from the U.S., but with that said, I, I think you do get a situation where you would have kind of an Eastern Conference, Western Conference, 16 teams each. It makes for easy scheduling. And, and then I think um, playoffs would, could not be more drawn out than they are now because you already have that time span. The only you thing is that, you have to work within... You wait. No, there's no <laughs> way they could be playing in January. Um, but you look now. I mean, we play March to December. You know, and so the reason you need more teams, why MLS continues to expand, it's it's TV. And so you want, if you're ever going to get the big TV dollars, you need to be in all the TV markets. And that's that's the biggest reason is you have to be it's in a, all the markets. Yeah. But look, I think I, I'm I'm excited for what Atlanta's done coming into the league. Um, NYC last year with some of the players they brought and now being a good good rival with us. So I'm uh, I'm a proponent of expansion right now because I would say all the teams that have come in have added something. Minnesota, I'm glad they won this weekend because I was really worried about yeah, them. Awesome. They they got off Plus to their a little bad bad start. And I have a history with Minnesota. Manny Lagos played for me. His dad Buzz Lagos was my coach when I was with a team called the Minnesota Thunder, which was a precursor to the Minnesota United. Um, I think it's going to be a great market though. I do. Once they get things figured out on the team side, they'll be fine. As long as they, I, I think we'd all agree, the strict kind of rules they've had in the last round of sponsor of uh, expansion, probably since Toronto, about most of the clubs, Seattle and New York City, out of it having their own uh, football-specific stadiums, yep. and you know, leaning towards markets that can maybe. Before they were looking more at suburban markets, when the markets have moved more it's urban. It's different. It's way different yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. And and I think the league has learned a lot. It's learned a lot. Um, you can't just put a stadium and think people are going to show up. And so, I think the sport itself, um, with with new gen with a new generation, has become very popular um, within the city confines. Yeah. And and I think you're going to see more and more of that. You mentioned uh, TV deals. Yeah, of MLS has grown kind of strength to strength the last you know five ten years, but TV, especially in the states, seems to still be a bit of a sticking point. Do you think that's maybe the league's biggest challenge right now, getting moving to that next level of yeah. TV deals? Yeah, I do. I, I think there's a saturation of sports, and it makes it really difficult. And so, um, I think one of the things the league is looking at is is as we continue to expand, we're reaching more people just in general, right? And so. You'll have more people vested in the league. What what we haven't seen yet is when you look at the MLS, 
ratings and and so our ratings here in Canada don't show up you know from the US broadcast but the ratings are are pretty good in the two markets that are playing but nobody else in the other markets are watching those games so if LA is playing New York the ratings are good in LA and New York but no one in Columbus, Ohio, or Orlando are watching those games. And I think it's... Oh, oh, don't worry. Bad. We've all done Beer emergency. Beer emergency. Beer emergency. <laughs> oh, that was my bad. <laughs> Nothing we all haven't done here. I was going to say, out. guys, how bad is that, man? You can't bring... Um, so where were we? Um, well, you finished Oh, TV. TV. Yeah, so, so I just think it's um, reaching more people and getting more people vested in... Uh, I'm still laughing about something <laughs> here, but vested in 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 MLS. Um, and Damn so I remember growing up, you know, like Chris, I was an NBA fan, mm-hmm. and I liked watching Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. And but the New York Knicks were my team, but I still watched other games. And I think that's when we can get to the point where people are watching, you know, Kansas City versus Houston um, in in numbers. That's when the dollars, you know, come into the league because we. We pale in comparison to the dollars that the other leagues get from from broadcast networks. Yeah. So a big marketing tool over the years has been the introduction of the DP, designated mm-hmm. player in the league. Um, bit of a fantasy question for you now. You don't have to mention anyone in case of, uh, I don't want to get you in any tampering situations. If you could sign any DP for TFC, yep. let's take the rules off the table. You don't have to get rid of one of the... <laughs> one of the existing ones now. Who would you sign? Money, no issue. Money, no, yeah, no yeah. issue. Just Messy. All right. Without a, without a doubt. Best player that I've ever seen. Yeah. I'm down with that. Yeah. No, and I remember, yeah, you know. Yeah, I know. I have nothing. I have, no I, fights I, on that yeah, one. When I was young, when I, was young I, I watched play with the New York Cosmos. I remember Maradona, obviously. But Messi is, he's amazing. He's the, he's the guy. From your... Let's let's go back then. And what's, couple, scary, couple of what's scary is Tim L. You know, was trying to put his team in the league, and <laughs> if Tim L. gets Miami in the league, oh boy. Well, wait. I thought I thought thirty-five year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Miami ever going? I don't want to. I don't want to compete with Tim L. That's that's, that's for sure. So how my, about how about from a couple of decades ago? Then when you were young, watching, starting to watch soccer, a yeah. player from if you could bring a player back from like the eighties or. Something like that. Oh, Maradona. Yeah, yeah. That's your yeah, guy. Maradona. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean, because you you look, I mean, he was he was a little crazy, but he went to Napoli. <laughs> yeah, and Napoli yeah. became the best team in the world. Yeah, um, when he was playing there, and so he was uh, he was a special player, and and you know, I had from an MLS stance a very special player in Javier Morales in Salt Lake, and he was the engine, and we had good guys around him, Kyle Beckman, everybody else. But Morales was the show, and how he went is how our team went. And I think you need players like that. You know, here, you know, on our team, you have obviously Sebastian, and Josie, and Michael, um, and they kind of make up a trio um, of, I think, what makes our team uh, click. And we're always kind of looking for that little playmaker, and, and I think we've only gotten glimpses now of Victor Vasquez. I think he's going to be good. On a on a semi somewhere in between these fantasy questions, if you could pluck a player from his prime in pre TFC MLS era, and insert them into the team right now, like from the first ten years, who would you, who would you pick? Didn't I just answer that? Well, no, you you said you it said, has to be MLS and MLS, MLS players. Oh, MLS player. Yeah. Player. yeah. Uh, Marco Echeverri. Ooh. 
Nice. I got nice. no problem with that. Very nice. Yeah, I know. I, I, I like that answer yeah. a lot. Full mullet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, I would have, if he cut it off, no. We'd yeah, yeah, we wouldn't else. be allowed you know, to sign And again, him. you look, he's got three rings, right? Yeah. He has oh, three yeah. rings. Mm-hmm. Uh, Valderrama played for me. He wouldn't be my first choice. This is the stuff we were looking for. No, and that's the look. Carlos, when he played for me, was magical. He. He was brilliant offensively, but defensively you suffered because he didn't give you that. Marco was good enough in his career when he played here that he actually gave you the work defensively and offensively. I thought he was he was one of the best players I've seen play in this league. He was great. So he was if I if you gave me one guy to add, that's the guy. I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. And I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. Well, it's a long, long journey to the Capitol City. It's a long, long wait while I'm sitting in committee. But I know I'll be a law someday. At least I hope and pray that I will. But today. CPL time. Yes. Most requested topic by our listeners and readers and. Of course, you know, that's this how... This has become such a hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> so tell me what you guys know about CPL, because I don't know a whole lot, so... <laughs> See, this is always your argument. So this all started, you know, this whole reason you're here and everything started from a conversation you and I had yeah. after the yeah. president's breakfast when I asked you some questions about the CPL yeah. in terms of your comments that you made yeah. about it. So very quickly... You are for formation of a professional league within Canada, yes. Yes, okay. absolutely. Just want to get Without that out there. Yes. Just so you know, I don't have to throw anything at you. No, no, There's still absolutely. some chips left. Yes. Where are the carrots? I usually no, very throw carrots. Mu- very much so. For the record, they're usually the victims of throwing. That's true. Oh, yeah, are you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Many a time, <laughs> just a, slapped, yes, a carrot so. has sailed across this table. Um, but, so, like, the main sticking point with all of this, and, and yep. I know it sort of feels like revisiting, but we sort of do want to, is your comments sort of, or your thoughts, your views regarding potential of a Toronto-based team. Yeah. And you said you really want TFC, more specifically TFC2, to be part of the CPL when it happens. Right. Because it is going to happen. Yeah. Yes, we know it's all shrouded in mystery, but it is going to happen sometime in the next year, we hope. Yep. And you are very specific about why you think it's good for TFC to have a club, but not someone else. Right. So here's, here's, I mean, in a nutshell... So the CPL, the reason they are starting this league, if you talk to Victor Montigliani, is they want to provide more opportunities for Canadian players so that they can have more of a, a pool of players for the Canadian national teams, right? It invariably is going to be a younger league because the better Canadian players will play in MLS and they'll play in some of the top leagues in Europe. So what is TFC2? It is our younger players who are just kind of knocking on the doorstep of playing in MLS. And so the league is going to provide, I think, great opportunities for Canadian players, but it's still not going to get the best Canadian players. And so I say with MLSE, I believe that we can provide such local talent, you know, um, players that come up to our academy system and I see what's coming up from our 98 age group and up that we can field what I think would be a competitive team based mostly of com- of Canadian players that will play good soccer. And so that's why I don't understand why we'd want another another group 
to come into Toronto and compete with us. But why not? Because they're not going to be playing against you. So you're you're talking no, about they you're, you're, they're competing. You're you're competing for players. But I think. But but um, we're already offering what they would get. For, for lack of better words, I think. And then what I think will happen is, and look, I spent, I love like the USL and the minor leagues and all that. I started my career in that. And, and I think it's a really important part of, of soccer in, in, in Canada and the US. Um, I, I, I believe we could do it well. What I want to do when this league starts, I don't want to see this league fold three years later. No one right? wants that. And, and, and I think it's really important. Now, I think if another owner comes into Toronto, I think they're going to struggle. I think it's going to be very difficult in this market. This is a Toronto, and you guys, I mean, born and bred here, maybe not born here, but, but you guys have, mm-hmm. it is a alpha city it is a big city it doesn't compare itself to vancouver and montreal it compares itself to chicago and new york and it's la true. and in this city they had a number of usl teams and you know the blizzards and the Lynx and everybody else so i used to play against the Lynx. those teams couldn't make it and my biggest fear is they're going to put a team in this market and they're going to try to compete with us and it's not going to work for them but how are they competing with you they're not playing against you they they compete with ticket sales. They compete with sponsorships. There, there's there's there are different ways, and so I guess where where I struggle is I think we can deliver all of that. You know, I do. I think we can deliver all of that. But I mean, I think the main thing I'd have with yeah, potentially being TFC too. I mean, presumably, you know, there's obviously what you do with TFC too. There's players coming back and forth. And it's not going to be so you're the, th- the team isn't. No, we. It's all about. TFC we would pay attention to, be, to to regulations and all that. And I know, like Victor didn't want to. Uh, part of the thing is they don't want a second team because they don't want the league to appear minor league. Mm-hmm. But 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 in my opinion, it's fans are going to know major league soccer, and and they've said they don't want to compete with major league soccer, but then they don't want to be second tier, right? And so there there's the one thing I've learned in all my years doing this: fans aren't dumb. And they, they know what the highest level is. We're not the English Premier League, right? And so they know what the highest level is, and then they kind of know the next tier. I think the next tier is still very good soccer. And I think the Canadian Premier League can actually have good soccer teams. And I see you know, what we've put together and what we have coming up. I think we can have really good soccer. Um, and frankly, local. You know, because mm-hmm. what we're doing with our academy, we're developing a lot of local players. And then eventually... Yeah, we'd want to put those players on TFC, right, first team. But the experience they could get in the Canadian Premier League would be great. Right, but I mean, I think that's kind of a bit of the problem, really. I mean, I grew up supporting a very small team, mm-hmm. and you know, part of the reality of that is, oh, you've got a player who's doing really well. And then they He's eventually right? going to be yeah, sold on yeah. to some other big team. Yeah. That's one thing, but it's just like, oh, this guy's doing well. Oh, yeah, the, the big team called him up. And you just lost him for nothing. But did you? And but no, your club, your club got money. Yes, that's. And would yeah. TFC be giving money to TFC two in the? Well, in no, because we or, we already had, we already um, invested in all those players. That's the thing. So we're spending over two million dollars a year on our youth development system, um, and it's it's a big investment. And our board has made it, and and we're committed to developing these players, um, and and. If there's going to be a Canadian league, I'd love them to have the outlet to be in that league, um, as opposed to us, you know, 
and 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 I've talked to the USL about it. Um, my my original thought was have a Canadian division of the USL, which I think would have been really uh, really intriguing because then you could have the champions of the Canadian division playing in the playoffs with the teams of the U.S. and so on. Um, but look, I think uh, um, there's a debate about how, you know in Toronto, you know, on on, on who would want a team. I just think from a from a a standpoint, look, someone can put a team in. They're not going to get 20,000 fans a game. But I don't think know? they expect to get 20,000 fans a game. <laughs> You'd be surprised <laughs> on who you talk to. But, um, no, but I think I, I, I just, you know, I wonder because then I'm, we're still going to have TFC too, right? And so then all of a sudden we're going to be competing for players. We're going to be competing for, for sales. And, and I think there's going to be confusion in the marketplace. So that's why I, I feel very strongly that we have the perfect team to play in that 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 league. So do you think mostly your feelings of it, you know, being a challenge is is from a business standpoint more than anything? I'd say more no, more from a player standpoint because we've okay. um we've invested a lot of money in our academy and developing players and and look, our eventual goal is to try to graduate as many players as we can to TFC. Um and if along the way we could play in a Canadian league and and look, if we don't have a team in Toronto, I'll affiliate with a team. Like I'll take a team in one of the other cities and I'll affiliate with them somehow because it then would would benefit them if I bought one of their players, right? And so that's how in England, right? The the lower level clubs survive by the bigger level clubs buying their players. Um, so we still are going to mine the CPL whether we're in it or not for talent. Um, what we want to do is we do want to yeah we do want to protect the investment we've made in our academy players that are coming up through the system. And, and, you know, a fear I would have is, you know, we, we have a guy and he wants to move up to another team in another league and then he gets out of our funnel. And so I kind of look at our funnel as coming CPL and my discussions with Victor, he's like, he's like, look, we're going to develop players and then eventually they can play in MLS. Like, so I don't think from that standpoint there, there's competition, but but it does get into competition when I look at my second team. And and the thing that you know was very interesting to me is it's being run by the CFL owners. So these aren't like soccer guys that have come out of nowhere. I think Victor very well, much. Well, Paul Barron is not a CFL guy. No, He's no, a he, soccer but guy. But he was hired by sure. CFL, but right? they at least hired someone with soccer knowledge. Absolutely. And then Paul and Paul's good. And, and but. It's it's they have seen that soccer is a, is a sport that can that can grow, and I think they have venues and they have space. But you know you have the CSA, who I very much believe is it's about the development of of soccer in this country, and then you have the CFL CFL owners who see it as business opportunity, and they're going to want to make it work financially. And I just think I, look, I, if there's a team here in Toronto, I just I think it will struggle in a market like this where you you it's a big look it's a big town and it's a big market and look there might be a team that gets a couple thousand fans a game or whatever and mm. if people like that that's fine like but i i think we can put a toronto team our second team and compete against the other cities regina and saskatchewan or wherever it is and we're representing toronto if that, if that were to be the case, would you rethink the way that TFC two is kind of like where they play, how they're? Yeah, I mean, like ideally, ideally, we would renovate Lamport. 
um, ideally. That's that's the best location, I think. Um, we have established a very good relationship with the city of Vaughan and, and the Ontario Ontario soccer. Um, we do have to do more with that little stadium up there. Last year, we had a great little following. We tripled our ticket sales, and, and it's still not where we want to be, but we want to get it better. I would love to see us redo Lamport, but... It, to redo Lamport is going to be a lot of money. It's uh, unfortunate. And we manage Lamport, um, but it's going to be a lot of money. That is ideally the best place. BMO is too big. You know, for yeah. you know, my goal, eventually you get four or 5,000 fans a game. Um, and, you know, if we were playing in a Canadian Premier League, maybe it would be more because I think there would be more attraction that's Canadian talent. Um, but the one thing we've found with TFC is all the surveys we've done – they don't want to see Canadian talent at the cost of winning. And so they want to win. Our fans want to win, right? And they're like, look, if this player and this player are directly even, the Canadian guy we want to see. But if this guy's here and this guy's here, we want to see this guy. Um, and I think the CPL, um, it's a different mission. It's about to provide more opportunities for Canadian players. Um, but the level of play right now... You know, it'll be interesting to see if it's at a USL level or an NASL level or not because some of the guys playing in Europe, if they're making good money, won't come back unless they're paid really good money. And if they're paying really good money, they're going to need big crowds, not four or 5,000 a game. They're going to need the average 10, 15,000 games. So economics always come in. Mm. You know, it always comes in. Is there, is there a possible – like I'm going to assume that the conversation is never – fully you know uh dead as far as a tfc contribution to the cpl yeah um is is there a way that that you can envision where tfc2 or branded as something similar or something else completely different i should say um the young Rams. enters yeah like like yeah, call, yeah like call them like, TF, like a I like, young like a tfc under 23 they're not no they're i wouldn't not, want to call no but what i mean is like they're not the b team they're the youth team. You know, if there's a way that you can still have TFC in the CPL, <laughs> not... I mean, look at... Look I at, had such a good question done. What did you draw? What did you draw? Was that your wedding ring? <laughs> it was. Hopefully your wife's not listening. Not no, she never listens. Look at, look at, look at Monaco right now, mm. right? They have 18 of their players starting or under the age of 23. Mm -hmm. And they're going to sell them all. Yeah. Right? I mean, they, that, they are. That's, at the end that's of the day. Been their, their, their Why can't we have a team that's made up of players under the age of 23, which is essentially what TFC2 is right now, um, that can compete um, very, you know, um, very competitively in a league like that, and the best of those players eventually move to MLS. Like, like to me, I, because that's essentially what the CPL will become. Mm -hmm. We will wind up, if we see players develop, whether we're involved or not, we're going to eventually, as Vancouver and Montreal will too, we're mm -hmm. going to want those players and we're going to pay some kind of transfer fee just like we've done with the USL teams and the NASL teams to get those players. So I just, for me, I think with our ownership, with MLSE, I think we could do a lot uh, to have a Toronto team that would work as opposed to a standalone team that I think would come in and I think in this market would struggle. That's in my own, my own, my own opinion. Mm -hmm. So when you're talking... Couple of times there about oh TFC priority is clearly what's best for TFC. 
yeah, of as course. opposed to potentially what's best for Canadian soccer yeah. or Canadian players yeah. or supporters of Canadian soccer in right. Toronto. Yeah. I mean, as far as the players go, I feel I look at like Jay Chapman. It's like last year kind of started out a bit a little tentative. Mm-hmm. You got a run of a few games yeah, in, yeah. he was looking really good. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you sign Armando Cooper. Now you yeah. sign Victor, Victor Vasquez. Yeah. What exactly are Jay Chapman's prospects right now? Yeah. And I understand you know, that's should that's absolutely well, right, be yeah. your priority for TFC. Yeah. But how is this really helping Canadian players? And I think you know having like other options yeah. is, is a good thing. Well, I mean, if you look, you know, Jay played the full ninety against Arizona. We won one nothing. But the best will always rise to the surface, in my opinion. And 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 Jay will get his day in the sun because he's a good young talent. Um, I, if we have a problem in Canada, if our national team players are all coming from the Canadian Premier League, that's that's inherently going to sure. be a problem, right? Because yes. the level of play won't be good enough, and so certainly not to begin with. It, but the idea is that it gets there, or at least approaches. But what will happen is if Jay Chapman's playing there, he's going to end up somewhere else anyway. If he's that good, right? And sure. so that's uh, that's why, like for me, and I say this, I say this. What is good, I believe what is good for Toronto FC is good for Canadian soccer, and I believe what's good for Canadian soccer is good for Toronto FC. And that's why I support the development of a league. I just feel we have so much more to offer um, if we're part of the league. And if we're not part of the league, well, we, you know, I've already had been approached by a couple of people who are looking at it that want to affiliate. And we'll wind up affiliating, and, and we'll do some kind of direct tie that way. Um, but we're still going to have to have a second team to get our players good quality games. You look, Nick Haglin last year. Nick Haglin was not in, he was the fifth option on defense. Mm-hmm. And he wound up playing in the USL a few games. Josh Williams gets injured. Nick gets thrown in the game, does well. And now we can't take him out of the lineup. He's doing so well every game. I mean, he's, he's really cemented his spot. But that's what those second team games are for. Alex Bono last year played in the USL, was doing really well. He actually out... Quinlan, Quillen Roberts was ahead of him. Yeah, what happened actually with, at the with end Q, of training camp? Actually, no, he was yeah, talking of Canadian. Yeah, players. talking about Canadian players that are no longer with TFC. Well, but but at the end of the day, we have to look at who's better, right? So Q had actually coming out of training camp 2016 went up on our depth chart ahead of Alex, and then they both were playing USL games, and Alex was playing better, and Alex got the call when it was time to play um, when Clint got injured. And then Alex clearly just rose above. But um, Q didn't even get to play in Voyager's Cup games. Well, because Alex was doing so much better in the USL. I guess. So, but, I mean, you have to, right? And this I say us all the time. Would you rather us have a team where I took the local player but we're not winning and we're bad or the team that's going to win? And I think everyone always says, I want the team that's going to win. Yeah, I, and I'm, I'm not going to say I disagree with that because, sure, I, I like winning. But with a player like, and again, and I admit, on this podcast, I am a big proponent of Colin Roberts. Um, yeah. I always have been. I like him And he's a good kid. We wanted him on USL team. And year. I just feel like he's sort of one of those ones that has been mishandled. And, and he's, no long, he's no longer with the club. I don't know and if it's mishandled. We offered him the opportunity to stay. To, to what, play for TFC2? Yeah, or? yeah. And, be, and the, be the guy. And he chose to leave. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then look, we have. Um, he's a great kid. He's a great kid, and I think he actually. I think he has a good future. Um, Alex just 
wound up Alex is a good player. Yeah, Alex, it's, it's uh, Alex outplayed him. him. And that was what was great about TFC2 last year is we rotated as many games as we could, and, and, and Alex wound up playing better okay. at the end of the day, and that's, and that's why that uh, came about. But he's a good kid. But he, he, he just felt, he, you know, Clint's only 27, uh, turning 28. Alex is 22. And then all of a sudden he was third in the depth chart, and he figured, hey, I need to move someplace else if I want to get up to MLS. Okay. The other thing with the CPL there, just as far as the supporters go. Yeah. And, you know, again, I fully understand you work for MLSE. Yeah, and yeah. Kind of by extension, MLS in a way. Yeah. It's your job to protect your monopoly. For Thank you. Thank word. you for understanding that. Um, yes. You know, but similar to. <laughs> but um, it is. It's whenever there's talk of like the NHL, maybe putting a second team in the yeah. GTA. You I know, think I gave you like the, the pizza shop analogy, well, right? Yeah. Is that the and one I gave you? Yeah, yeah. what's yeah. coming up exactly. at you right now. Yeah. I mean, what's wrong with more pizza options? Well, yeah. I said why, why, this to you too. Why can't the people of Toronto have more pizza but options, I, Bill? Everyone I, likes I could pizza. Offer, I, could, I, could, I could build a lot of ch- a chain, right? So if you have a pizza Nova here, I can build another pizza Nova down the block. But if you don't like right. Pizza Nova, what, what if, you know, somewhere but over my the point, I think I my Major League Soccer is the best pizza. Bill, I will <laughs> you give you a local I mean? example. Yeah. I live near two pizza places, yeah, two yeah, different yeah. pizza chains. Yeah. I visit both of them. Yeah. No, fairly and, and, equally. And I'm no, I give my support to both. I would love people to come to TFC too. Right? No, that's that's Move my thing. Like, I, I would love people <laughs> to come to TFC so too. Vaughn, it's, really, it's it's almost two hours so, by transit. So, um, but but I think um, you know, for me, I, I look for the Canadian soccer fan. The more soccer, the better, right? They're gonna they're gonna all kinds of soccer. I think I can provide that second level of soccer. Um, and who knows? Let's say a CPL team came in, and who knows where they'd play, right? Monarch Park. Why would you? Go there and not go to TFC two. I would, because TFC two is involved. Right, but let's say they're in Scarborough, right? Let's say they're I, there. Scarborough is still closer than Vaughn. <laughs> okay, fair, but but that I guess my point is, you know, it's it's going to be difficult to find a place to play for them as well. Um, I think for me, there's enough cities I think in Canada that actually would be perfect for the CPL. Um, where it could be the only game in town, maybe them and a CFL team, uh, obviously. Um, I think we're already providing that second level of soccer uh, that we can provide here in Canada. Um, so but I, no I, one goes to see them. No, we, last year we sold out six games. What's what's the salary? Well, no, no, honest 1, question. Thirteen hundred. But well, we did. Okay. We sold out six games, and, and it's a low price point, you know. Sure. Five but bucks. But wouldn't you rather like five thousand people come see those? No, games? I would, of course. But that's one of the things we're debating. It's why we're playing at BMO Field twice this year. Yeah. Um, we're gonna have them there. The reserve team used to play at BMO Field more. No, I know, I know, and so, but it became economically not viable because it's very expensive to open up BMO Field, and so this year we're gonna experiment a little bit. Um, but you know, on the CPL, it look, it's not an easy one. Um, because I do understand people want to see more soccer. The thing that I, I struggle with, I was talking to a couple of people like 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 the Galaxy. So Chivas fans were not Galaxy fans, right? Galaxy fans were not Chivas fans. In New York, NYC fans are not Red Bulls fans, and Red Bulls fans are not NYC fans. And New York Cosmos, which is probably a more relative example here, True. Um, New York Cosmos fans are New York Cosmos fans. They're not 
NYC fans. NYC fans are not New York Cosmos fans. And so I find it interesting that there is a different dialogue here that, hey, we're going to be TFC fans and we're going to be CPL fans. But other markets are different. They're not like that. Um, and so I found that like the Orange County Blues, which is a team that plays in the USL, you know, they kind of have their own small little fan base. Maybe there's some crossover because I don't think the Galaxy pay attention to them. But I don't think the Galaxy supporter groups are supporters groups for the Orange County Blues, if I gave an example there, right? Okay. And so I'm just wondering, it, it, it's, I think it's, I think it is a, a good view that there's going to be more soccer. I'd be surprised if like an Ibriati said, I'm going to go be a supporters group for another franchise too. I'd be surprised, you know. But you never know. And and but I find it's very interesting that in some of these other markets there's there's no crossover or very, very little, but yet people say, Oh, there's gonna be all this crossover in this market which I actually don't think would happen at the end of the day. It it might be a maturity of a market thing, like that you're referring to. Maybe. I, I don't know if we're at that point yet, too. You've referred to Toronto being kind of a big-time city. It is, yeah. It yeah. likes the big-time big things city, and yeah. kind of turns his nose up in the past at smaller things. So there, I think there is this a is challenge. A, this is a big – I mean, it's a big city, and I think it's why some of the – US the USL has thrived in some of the smaller markets. Mm. Um, it rarely has thrived in the big markets. There is – on the other hand, like, you know, as we've matured, I think Toronto has matured greatly as a football town in the last mm. couple of decades, even yeah. leading in before TFC. You know, you look at a big major market in, uh, I know this is a bit of apples and oranges, but like a London where I support Tottenham Hotspur, mm. but my local side is Leighton Orient, yeah. two divisions yeah. down, which yeah. would be a very, I think, fair comparison yeah. of what maybe a CPL team coming in would yeah. be to TFC. Yeah. Now, I would go to both. I wouldn't maybe not ferv- as fervently support Leighton, but Do I would you? go to No, I don't. I would go to both, yeah, because of the price if point. If you speak to my friend Ivan Gazidis at Arsenal, he's saying none of his fans this, yeah. are going to anybody else's games. Yeah, but those are Arsenal supporters. So. <laughs> they don't they're, count. they're a special breed. Yeah. That's a point. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but there is. There, I think it, it, it's now that's a very, very big city. And like I said, it's apples and oranges. And I don't know if Toronto's quite ready for that. But. Depending on, I guess it would depend on the level of what the CPL would consider success. Right, as far as right, gate, and gate that's, goes. that's a kind of a difficult thing right mm-hmm. now, is you don't know. You know, I think, I think Victor, success for him is developing young Canadian players that can get competitive games to prepare them for future national teams. I think the CFL owners are looking at it as we have stadiums that we need to fill, and we can we can get a good business model. Um, out of soccer. So I think they're coming together and they've become, um, you know, partners. If And I think, look, and again, I still say, I think it's going to be a successful league um, in Canada if done properly and, and under the right budgets. But I think there's a lot of cities that can do really well in. Like, I think Hamilton will do great. <laughs> I do. He's from Hamilton. Yeah. From Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, I think they'll the do great down there. Oh wait, where's my? And I'm, and I'm going to be. Oh, there one it of those is. Uh, Barton Street Battalion scarf uh, is right over there. All right. CPL supporter scarf. All yeah, right. right there. Mm-hmm. Perfect. My two Ottawa Fury scarves over there. Yeah. No, the um, Ottawa Fury is an interesting one because they, you know they just joined the USL. They have a good owner and John Pugh, and they're part of that that group that owns the hockey team and the CFL team. Um, but he's still, you know. He's not sure. He's not sure. 
All so right. it'll be interesting. Well, this is a topic that is, it's, it, there's never going to be a resolution in terms of how you look at it and how a good swath of TFC slash Canadian supporters look at it. I think, you know, you think there's room for two teams under the TFC umbrella. We think there's room for TF two teams regardless of who runs them. Like a TF, no, well, TFC, obviously, we right. think there's room for a CPL team, even if it's not run by Toronto. No, but we all and, want and look, good think, things to happen think, yeah, for Canadian soccer. And that's soccer. the thing. I... I, I if they had a team in Scarborough, if they had a team in Brampton, I wouldn't care. If they have a team five minutes away, eh. Scarborough's part of Toronto, you know? No, I know it is, but, it, but it's. <laughs> I mean, you're but talking it's, proximity. There's no, 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 no not a, proximity, but it's it's, it's a community. Thing. It's not right. It's not Toronto. Like we're downtown Toronto. Yeah, like like if you had a team in Brampton and a team in Mississauga, those aren't. They're, you're they're not, not talking to one another. It's not right. They're not like like like. That's where I kind of look at. Literally, like, if you put a team east of Young Street, it's okay. No one will know. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> this is how this works yeah. here. So you, we'll, you'd be fine. We'll see. It, it's it's. I, if any, if a if a team does come into this market, I think it's going to be extremely difficult for them to get to try. I mean, look, we're still here. Like we're the eight hundred pound gorilla, and it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Well, you know. hopefully, we're still here. FC podcast. What the hell are we gonna do? To fight to the top, so we can know your story. Now you're a man, a man, a man, Now you're a man, a man, a man, a man, a man, a man. You are now a man. You're a man. Now you're a man. So that was kind of the the easy questions are over now. Okay. We've got some really hard questions oh, at the end of the show. All right. All right. So this is going to be a bit of a, a bit of a rapid fire yes. round for you. Okay. All right. We were talking about this before. Mascots. Yes. Do you have a favorite MLS mascot? All time. There's only one. Come on. Oh, there's two. I'll give you the other one. MLS mascot. Yeah. Come on. I had Leo the Lion. I liked Leo. He was good. Oh, true. That's true. Yeah. I forgot That's about true. I gotta him, say Leo. Your former employee. Yeah, yeah, Leo. I, I did like Leo. Is. I think the answer was Rapids, man. But so okay. I got to give yes. you a funny story. When I first got to Salt Lake, we had to fire the mascot. So he was riding He was riding on his motorcycle with Leo the Lion head on, and that was it. Just riding his motorcycle on the highway on I-15, he got pulled over by a cop, almost thrown in jail. We had uh, we had to get rid of that Leo and hire another Leo. Yeah, yeah should have been wearing his mascot helmet. Oh man! All right, you've been around to a few different markets in the states. We yes. have an ongoing battle, me and my okay. learned colleague here. Yes. About the uh, yays or nays okay. of deep dish pizza. I love it. Damn Done. it! Done and final. <laughs> Done. Boo. Thank you, Bill, for settling. Yes, <laughs> yes. And, and one not more. as good as New York pizza, though. Hmm. You just, you just muddied the waters. <laughs> and the needle goes back to the middle. <laughs> Nothing resolved. All right, I got one more for you. Okay. Blank would play Bill Manning in TFC the movie. The guy, and I don't know his name. It's okay. We're gonna. But movies. it's the guy who he's in like the Expendables. He's really tough. Jason Statham. <laughs> Yes, that's my guy. All right. Actually, yes, I can actually see. That's that. my guy. He's got right. he's got the shaved yep. head, the whole bit. He's got a little bit of an. Tell me the idea on. of Jason Statham in a contract negotiation would be hilarious. That's that's my guy. All right, if you could have played for one club in any league in the entire world, it would yes. have been one club 
any league in the entire world. Yep. Wow. Um, Toronto FC, clearly. Okay. No. no. Not that close. I highly doubt that. I will be disappointed if he says that. I would say Manchester United. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are best friends now. Well, obviously not. Nobody does. I do have some seconds and thirds. <laughs> Unless one of them is like Spurs or the Posh, then I don't think I want to hear Celtic. All right. Another All right. Time. We can. You're, wow. you're just like literally endearing yourself to him over and over. Do you know that Remember I. the time Bill Manny was there. <laughs> Do you know I was the first person to actually ever, before these friendlies were, were a big deal, mm. the, it, the Celtic happened to be training at Disney Complex when I was running the Tampa Bay Mutiny. And we got them to come over and play us in a full game for the cost of a bus and a dinner. And so Martin O'Neill was their coach at the time. And we played them to a 2-2 draw on January 12, 2001. And we had dinner with them afterwards. It was great. That's amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. No money. Love and then it. sure enough, like five years later, they're getting a million-dollar appearance fee <laughs> to come play at these big stadiums. All right. That's fabulous. Yeah. Kyle Beckerman versus Michael Bradley in a cage match. Who wins? Oh. Kyle Beckerman. Ooh. Oh, we did love it. Wrestling. No, yes, he's a wrestler. That's true. He's a wrestler. Yeah. yeah. Uh, favorite restaurant, coffee shop, bar, whatever it might be in Toronto. La Vecchia on Young Street, uh, just north of Eglinton. Hmm. Okay. Yes, my favorite Italian restaurant. It's lovely. You guys got to go there. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, don't expect you to answer this question verbally, but just uh, blink once if the New England Revolution should be folded. He's breaking. He's breaking. He's trying really hard not to break. Trying not to break. I'll tell you the the reason, and I'll tell you why I have a soft spot is the Kraft family has been at this for 21 years now, and they were one of the families that helped keep the league afloat. So they bought San Jose Mm -hmm. when San Jose was going to go under, and they deserve a lot of credit. Okay. Yep. Uh, Dream future job: MLS commissioner, move to a new league, or change sports altogether. Dream job. Um, wow, that's a that's a tough one. Um, I'd say I'm a last commissioner. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We would have taken new Leo the Lion too. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm just telling them all is good. <laughs> is that Amanda or is that Mike Massaro? Oh, my wife. I got. Oh, I got sorry. Wadi, my driver. I got Amanda. I got everyone saying. Is it one of okay? those things where you ask people to message you to make sure you were safe? No, no. <laughs> they're like, no, well, that would have been they're like half an hour in. They're yeah, like, you're, you're meeting half- with these people. Are you okay? I'm like, yes, I'm perfectly. <laughs> tied up. I spilled beer all over the place. Yeah, really. Than that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is a this might be a thinker. All right. we, had, we had a couple of bad ones in Toronto. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wor- yes, we did. Worst DP signing in MLS. Worst uh, Lothar Mateus. Wow, Ooh. very nice. That is an excellent choice. Yeah. Yes. There's are still Mista, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worst team name in MLS history. Worst team name in MLS history. It's <sighs> the mutiny. Man, it was a bad name. <laughs> I ran the That's franchise, and it was a bad name. You had nothing to work oh. with. And, we, and then you had this town that had so much history with the Tampa Bay Rowdies, and people were like, what's a mutiny? And it was nothing. <laughs> like, it, like a rowdy's a thing, but Ralph yeah, and his mob, I get it. But. So, yeah, bad name. Uh, 
If you were a wrestler, yes, your finishing move would be what? Um, I would say I like what was it called the back body drop, where you get the guy's legs are up and you just kind of drop them from behind. I like that. But the tombstone is my all-time favorite. Tombstone. Oh, yeah. see, okay. I, I, I had I, I had a guess. I figured it would be a a top rope. Pump handle slam and it would be called the manhandle. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Well, do you guys remember the uh, Jimmy Superfly Sucker, God rest in peace? Yes. On Don Morocco in the steel cage at Madison Square Garden. Mm. Oh my God, my brain. Legend. I actually YouTube, do that one. That, that is Legend. the big one. Yeah. No, that was massive. And then Roddy Piper smashing oh, his head with the coconut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Remember those days. It's the good old days. I know. Yeah. I really, yeah. I really, no. That's like a wave of nostalgia. No. So many not. ways. Yes. That's terrible. All right, so this will be the next hour. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, another show for that. You, you guys yeah, have a we, WWE show? Well, I don't know me, any of the new guys. I don't know any of the new guys. All right. Last question. Oh, last. Prediction for this Saturday. Who's going to win? Prediction for this You have to Saturday. give us a score and everything. Uh, oh, and a score. Oh, yeah. I hate to we're give hardcore. predictions, but I feel very good that we're going to win. I don't feel like there was a score in that prediction. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're still, we're still, yeah, yeah. You're dodging there. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's hard. Hard hitting journalism. We, yes. we owe money. <laughs> <laughs> we need all the help we can get. All right. All right, well. All right, was that it? Yeah, that right. is. Uh, you didn't beat me up done. over the CPL. I was, I was, I was excited that I'm still You told me not to yell at two, you, so we tried not to. On my two feet, and I, I uh, look, I, I. We think you're wrong, you think you're right, it's fine, we're still no, friends. but I'm not wrong. <laughs> I'm not wrong, we, we uh, no, what I mean is, is I think we actually all want the same thing. Sure you, we do. You want more opportunities for Canadian players, yes. and, and whether, whether our second team is in it or not, we'll still be involved somehow through an affiliation or whatever so we still support it well all right okay i'm gonna do the official fair enough all right yeah so that is all for us here this week at the vocal minority podcast we want to thank toronto fc president mr bill manning for joining us here at the vmp thank you thank you very much thank you thank you um, please join us next week when we have Bez in studio. No, we're really just this time. I'm kidding. This time I'm kidding. Uh, next Mike week, Masaro's flipping out. Right? Oh wait, he can't hear this yet, exactly. right? Yeah, okay. soon, soon. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, we have to get like a thousand pictures of you. Okay. Yeah. Um, All right. <laughs> next week we will actually recap this weekend's match against Atlanta. Look ahead okay. to next weekend's match against the Crew for Trillium Cup supremacy <gasps> and much more. I have been joined by our usual crew at Duncan D Fletcher on Twitter, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. I was looking forward to messing up the president's hair like Jimmy Fallon with Donald Trump. <laughs> Can't happen. But, uh, <laughs> disappointing. Yes. On uh, the tweet machine at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. Thank you, Bill. Thank you. Easily one of our top five guests of all time. You only guest, you guys. But you guys must have call-ins, right? No, I'm the old, I'm the original though, guys. Come on, you gotta give me. It's usually just me. You're hello. Yes, I'm the original guest. All right. On the Twitters at KitNerdMark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you, Bill, for joining us. Thank you. I'm going to need a name about that kit thing. He really is. Yeah. That's a real thing for me. So. Yes. Bill Manning, president of Toronto FC. Thank you, guys. Not on Twitter that I've been able to find. No, not on Twitter. Like avoiding social media. At all costs. Yes. Toronto FT. And as for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I've been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Toronto, get used to it. Oh man, it's going to be here like all the time.
Fagundes. Well, does any like does anyone have any questions about anything? Is there anything that you were looking at that was? Where do babies come from? Genuinely concerned. Nice. In your face, Kristen. You can finally get answers. I wanted him to tell us. Well, he's not here, and you asked a question about anything you want to know. There it is. I'm amused that Tuffy Rocks was all like disappointed. Oh, no deep dish pizza talk. Yeah. I, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, really? Hard hitting journalism. There is more, but just try not to empty the bowl. All right. You're the one who said we shouldn't eat anything until he got here. <laughs> Shh. I cool. I cool. Everybody, I cool. I got a fart. Oh, shit. Do it. <laughs> Listen to us in advance of you coming here? I didn't tell anyone I was coming. <laughs> <laughs> well. Oh, that explains why you're still PR here. My guys would be like, oh. <laughs> that yeah. is amazing and possibly my favorite thing so ever. So find out I came on the show after. I'm sure. Awesome. That's well, I guess yeah. you can't really Brilliant. get in trouble from them, huh? <laughs> right. You know, I mean, and they know because I have a, you know, a little bit of a different style. And so I'm comfortable speaking and, and, and being accessible. And sometimes... PR guys want to control everything, and I'm like, guys, you know, you know, when you tell your story, whether people agree or not, I think you get a certain respect that, you know, <clears throat> hey, you have an opinion, you know, and and because I think too often, GMs and presidents hide, you know, and so I don't think you need to do mm -hmm. that. So that's why my PR guys get nervous, a little nervous. Well, back up. Like, oh yeah. no, what's, yeah, so you what's he gonna say? You now? definitely didn't tell Mike that you were here. What's that's he gonna sure. say yeah. now? No, <laughs> the barricade at the door. Well, you're not as surprised as us. No, it's yeah, 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 that's. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime anyone goes somewhere, they're under orders to bring me scarves. Oh, all right, uh, it's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> I should have. We just um, we went to Via Reggio with our TFC three or U20s mm -hmm. in Italy, and we we got to play against you know three big clubs. So that was cool. Played against Juventus. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. One one. Yeah. It was big, big, Solid. big moment for us. I would say we played above our level. They played below their level, and and you know we had a one one tie. But it was, it showed our boys that when we're at our best, we can compete with anybody in the world. They invent this, you know, they had three first team players on playing. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, wow. was, it was, it was a big, big accomplishment. And then we crapped the bed the next game. I hope you're really lauding that over like John Molinaro and is Mike Massaro, isn't he a Juventus fan as well? Or? Oh, so many people in yeah. our office are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that was big for us. So what I didn't never realized is Roberto Bettega was there. He actually helped us get into Via Reggio, and um, I didn't realize how big he was there. He was like he because he came to the game, and he was followed around all game long. I mean, he hmm. was like a legend. Like wherever he went, there was like forty people just kind of autographs and pictures. And, wow. Okay. Yeah, it was really cool to see that after all those years. It was cool. One of those names in Toronto. Soccer history. Well, played for the Blizzard. That's yeah. how, yeah. yeah. So he, he was friends with Baba Rougie, yeah. and that's how I got introduced to him. And then uh, he had said, you know, we have this big tournament over in Italy. Um, would you ever, uh, you know, send a team? And I said, I'd love to. I said, if you can get me in, we're in. So we're going to go every year. We'll go there. Oh. Level, level of play was very high. Yeah. And now we play Dallas Supergroup uh, next week with the same team. So we'll, we'll have, uh, you know, 
kind of playing one of the best tournaments in Europe and then, you know, arguably the best tournament in North America. So it'll really be a good challenge for us. It's a long-term tournament, the Dallas one, right? It's been going on for a while. Well, the Reggio was two weeks. Our mm-hmm. guys were there for 17 days. Wow. Yeah, it was something. And it stunk because we didn't get out of group play. So we were there for like nine days or, or so, nine days without games. So we just trained. Mm-hmm. Could be worse. So, yeah, no, my, my goal is, I told the guys too, like my goal, I want to win it. Like that's what I want to do. I want to win that tournament. Good feather in the cap. Certainly wakes people up. Oh, man. I mean, we, uh, Juventus was pissed when we tied them. They were pissed. That makes me feel so good. Yeah, they were pissed. <laughs> Anytime you met this fan, their get coach, upset, makes me Their coach warm, was fuzzy. screaming at his team at the end. Of, and it's the coach that scored the winning goal in the 2006 World Cup. The player. I forget his name now. Oh, he was coaching. Pub quiz. Pub quiz. Um, um, um. Can I have the beer? Oh. oh, I think I can see him, but I can't yeah, think of his gotcha. name. Oh. oh, here, I'll put that in the kitchen. Well, he was there. He was their coach. Damn. Who are we uh, talking about? Sorry, I'm sorry. the winning goal for Italy in the 2006 World Cup. He was coaching uh, the Juventus Primavera team. Mm. All right, I'm looking it up. I'm out. I feel like we should all know this, so and my up, mind look is up like. Juventus Primavera, because that's what they call their, their second team, and their coach. Like Matarazzi is the only one I can remember. Because he scored the winning, he scored the winning goal. So it's good. You guys have some fun with this show. Oh yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's cool. This is this is basically what we do for every show, just with different topics. So it's funny. I have a I have a weekly meeting with kind of like my my senior staff, and it's just like this. We talk. That's kind of like my meeting. Let's talk. Let's just talk about everything we got going on. And then uh, Tim and I sit around uh, once a week, just kind of go over the team, and then once a month with Greg. Today was my Greg one with, with Tim. Well, come on, I need some funny shit. There's gonna be low laugh. There's not gonna be much outtakes on this one. I don't know. Bill could be hilarious. We don't know. He could be. What if he walks in with his cards? Yeah, I was like, what if, what if he comes prepared with his own stuff? Oh, if he's got his own interruption podcast, fucking a. Um. So you, you, I think it was you who um, they showed me a tweet uncovered the Ronnie O'Brien, and what I told, <laughs> yes! and I told, I told, yes! I, think, and I, told I told Mike that you should get credit. Like I said, look, guys, and it was so funny. We actually researched how it happened. That so might, what they did the is they went through all ever. the media guides, right? And in the media guide, said he was number seven, and so they went all the way back and. In 2007, Media Guide, it was number five. 2008, Media Guide, it was number five. And then 2009, for some reason, he changed to number seven. Mm-hmm. And so way back in the day, someone changed it. And so we changed it. But I said, guys, you know, that was on our end. Give Kristen credit and just say, hey, guys, you know, we didn't know. And this is what happened. And this is how kind Nerd. of So that might happen. come up yeah. again because that's a question no, that's okay. in here yeah. somewhere. That's exactly what happens. I hope yeah. we can record that. Yeah, uh, I can delete that part. Out on that. I actually never. told it. Did they did they tweet and say you? No, not at all. I said give her the credit. She no. she uncovered it. No, <laughs> it's okay. This will go at the exactly. end of the podcast. So that all right, be, all right. That's a badge and a half. <laughs>
By the way, it's Hyde Park Brewery. So this is Duncan's Duncan's choice, right? This yeah. Was, uh, it's a good I beer. Should have bought more of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good beer. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't. So is this brewed locally, or is yeah, this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Most yeah. of the beer awesome. we drink is fairly local. That's great. Yeah. It's just about made its way into the LCBO now. Oh yeah. Last like six months or so. Yeah. So right. It's still very new. Yeah. It's good stuff. All right. We highly recommend it. And if you finish that one, just take Duncan's. It's <laughs> <laughs> not, not gonna mind. You're not gonna mind. You can't can't take it can't take an English beer. That's, 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 that's I've learned that lesson. That's, yeah, exactly. That's, that's Why do you think sacrilegious. I sit over here? I don't want to. I don't want to be tempted. It's, it's all coming. Don't why you worry. Are you awesome? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I'll tell you why. I mean, Dave Checkets was the owner when we were awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The new guy took over. Not so awesome. Yeah. And really, it's. So sad. Do you feel bad for Jeff Kassar right now? I do, and I I, I actually spoke to him just before the game, uh, for our game. He he wished us well, and he 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 got railroaded. Oh yeah, he had no support, zero support. You don't fire a coach for him three games in. What's it like as a market outside of like the core group of fans that go to the matches? Um, it's a great place to live. The cost of living is like, like, so I downsized my house and paid double here, you know, like, <laughs> well, that's, that's, to Toronto. Well, yeah, yeah welcome to Toronto. Cow. And so it's, and it's a wonderful market. It's, it's, um, you know, it's a beautiful place to live. So, so all those things are great. And our fan base was good. I mean, we, we sold out, I think every game in the last two years I was there. Um, so I really, you know, enjoyed the time there, but the, but the, the club changed with, with the change in ownership and that's what made it really difficult. We oh saw. wow! So, Kansas City Wiz. Is that a Mo Johnson? Yeah. So, wow. So this is kind of like the the Venn diagram of insanity with that this podcast. Yeah. So uh, once we discovered that we realized that both Precky and Johnson were yeah. were teammates yeah. at Kansas yeah. City Wiz, and being nerds for the history of MLS mm-hmm. and jerseys in general, um, I was at the time making jerseys, just reproductions of things you can't even get yeah, anymore. Yeah. And I convinced these crazy bastards to go in with me. Oh, yeah, to, it took a lot of convincing. To okay. So, yeah, so, like, there's four of them made. So if you ever see four of them at a home game, that's us. I know, I know. That's yeah, us. That's... But I really want a Valderrama mutiny. Oh, that would be amazing. Oh, that would be so half amazing. and half? Ugh. I have. Tell me you've got I one have, around somewhere. I have one of my. I think it's a Dom Kinnear. Oh, oh my god! I think I have a Dom Kinnear one. Yeah, I do. I still have uh, one. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, uh, it was a different time, man. That was a different time in MLS. <laughs> Some, but the Wiz, I don't know if you know this real story. Why they had the shit? There was a business was a in New York. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, yeah. Beats the Wiz? nobody beats the, the Wiz. Wiz. Yeah. and they had to change their name. Why would they fight for that? I mean, it was such a random thing. <laughs> and nobody beats the Wiz out of business. Yeah, yeah, yeah of they're course. they're out of business. Probably now. like a few years later. Crazy. Love it. Duncan's got his dress picked out. It's great. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Room cleared on the mantelpiece for the trophy. Everything. Why are you getting the trophy? Because you have the mantle. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the outfit. We can get... fight for it. All right. Sorry, we're just fighting. It's okay. Okay. We always do. Mom, dad, stop. Mom, dad, stop. Mom, dad, stop. If they stopped it, good. Well done, Mac. Thanks. I'm a mediator. Mm. And the founder of number five to number seven. Yes. No, number seven, number seven to, to number, number five. five. Yes. Number five is alive. You do get the credit for that. Love this.
That's going in my <laughs> Sorry, guys. Just going, making it I just feel I know. Sorry, That's guys. Well, good show, everyone. I'll show you up. That's going in my Twitter bio, on my, on my VMP bio, on any gotta bio give, I have Gotta anywhere. give credit where credit's due. This will be worse than the time the Irish people got Ronnie O'Brien uh, nominated for Man of the Year in Time Magazine. Stop <laughs> it. That's a true story. Is it really? Yeah. Wait, what? So I, I, oh, I thought you were making Ireland. that up. No, no, it's That's true. So Look it up. Funny. Like, they did like a gag campaign to get Ronnie O'Brien up in like the Irish, like the time man of the year. That was a long, well, this is a different beer. Yes. All right. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. That was awesome. I, right, I hope so which one of us really gets good. fired in, in Bill? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm gonna, <laughs> it will all depend on how the three of you treat me that at the next fun. month. That was fun. That was fun. I hope you enjoyed it. No, I, I did. I did enjoy it. I, I think it's all good dialogue and it's good questions. If you ever want to come back, and I, I, I'm totally serious, we'll bring you on for one of our regular shows. If you ever want to punish you know, a player. You have to have on the show, you have, <laughs> have Stephen Colwell. Yeah. He can, especially you guys. You guys would, would, we would have a ball with him. Oh, my God. We can show him the Colville arms. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we, our, our fake pub. We, we used to have a fake pub called, called the Colville arms. arms. Because he was a rather flailing arms defender. Yeah, yeah. We have a, we have a picture and everything. Yeah, we made oh, yeah, we yeah. made a fake sign. So he great. and I played together. This was so Dero put together a like uh, a charity match last yep. year. Oh, right. we went to that. And Stephen and I yeah. played in the back and center defense. The center defense together, and Jimmy Brennan was on the left, and we shut him out the whole first half. And Toss <laughs> played against us, and so that so in the second half, I wound up stepping on Toss's foot, and he got up and he saw it was me, and he's like. Oh, I'm good. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was training with us and we hadn't fully signed him right. yet. Who the fuck did that? Just, okay. I know. Exactly oh, sorry, boss. Sorry, boss. That's exactly <laughs> what he, he, uh, he responded. I was just, at 51 years old, I was just a little too slow to get there. <laughs>